You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the 320th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with Maram Taiba, author of the steampunk fantasy novel, Weather Knows. Stay tuned for the interview. Well, welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Maram Taiba author of Weather Knows, a steampunk fantasy novel. Maram, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jeff. It's nice to be here. Great. Well, can you read a few pages from your novel, Weather Knows? Sure. In the sideways hemisphere of the Cerulean universe, there was a roaming archipelago that went, for the most part, unnoticed by anybody. If you looked at it from above, you would see one tiny island existing on its own, like a freckle not too far from the city of Lynette. On this island, there lived a weatherman. His name was Tart. When he was born, there were many offended whispers from the elderly folk in his family, but he never wondered about his name. It had always been there, just like his hands and feet, though at the wise age of 10, he decided it was ridiculous to be named after a dessert. The name stayed because it suited him as he grew into it. At the age of 42, he had long ago lost his boyish roundness, and the disparity between his looks and his name become all the more noticeable. He now had a lean, taut build, interrupted by aged skin at the creases. His hair was a mouse-brown carpet that seemed to ripple up in spikes whenever he was annoyed. It was said that he had inherited the abnormal sharpness of his nose from a long-forgotten great-uncle. Coming from a family that produced a consistent type of offspring, His strange nose had always offended his mother, who thought it looked like the tusk of an arctic narwhal. 
Tart was the only weatherman in Lynette, and the People's Meteorology Organization paid him very well. His days were made up of wind, rain, and air pressure. All he had to do in a day's work was to produce the measurements. The promise of sameness made it a comfortable thing to get out of bed every morning, and to his mind, there was no reason that today should be any different. The days, as we all know, can be deceiving. Great. Well, if someone listening hasn't heard about your novel, Weather Knows Yet, how would you describe the novel? You mean as in, like, in terms of personality, or would you like the synopsis? Um, well, I, I would say both. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it has a... Weather Knows is something that I wrote purely for fun. So let's start with that. Um, it's lighthearted. It's quirky. It's got a lot of color in it. Um this is a steampunk novel about a, um, an old-fashioned weatherman who wakes up one day to find that his career is being sabotaged because a 10-year-old girl has invented a machine that can predict the weather. So uh, to get his life back, he sits out on this like vendetta to destroy her and her machine, but he finds out that she is way smarter than him. Great. Well, do you remember the original idea that led you to write Weather Knows? Um, no, because, see, this, is, this was one of those projects where I start out with a snapshot, of a, like an image of a character, and then I just went with it. Um, and it just kind of unfolded into this story. I don't think that there was an original idea that it was based on or like a... Um, it wasn't like I had this story idea and I was like, oh, hey, it'd be cool to write a story about a weatherman and a 10-year-old girl. No, it just it just kind of unfolded and Cypress was introduced quite spontaneously in the process. And, and so when you were writing it, um, I think from what you just said, I, um, I'm curious, did you, did you know that you wanted to write a steampunk novel or was that just what came out as you were writing I think that this world, the Cerulean universe, the world of the book, had been, it had been, you know, it was being constructed in my head for years, ever since I was 13 years old. But I never quite, like, I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know what the story was. I just, I could just see it. And then the steampunkness of it kind of crept into the world building somewhere down the line I can't really remember when and I didn't even know it was called steampunk I didn't know that this genre had a name or like this aesthetic had a name it was mm -hmm. just something that I had seen before and was fascinated by um, and I and I loved the energy of it I loved the immersion of like modern you know mechanical technology with something as like quaint and old-fashioned as you know Victorian England, because that's usually that's usually the the uh, the fusion, right? Right. With steam, um, and it just kind of happened. But then years later, after I had already written the book, I found out in grad school that this thing that I had in my mind it's called steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> and have you subsequent have you subsequently read any of the the steampunk novels that are out there? Well, I am familiar with the work of Jules Verne, whose work is. Uh, whose work is uh, provides a lot, a lot of inspiration for the genre. Um, I only recently read 
the historic materials by Philip Pullman, which I believe can be considered steampunk. I mean, if you were to watch the film, definitely that aesthetic is there. Um, what I was going to say is that, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, you're okay with editing, right? Yes, I am. Um, what was I going to say? Hmm. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, not a problem, not a problem. So um, you mentioned earlier that um, it really unfolded for you as you were writing it, that you... Um, uh, just had this kind of kernel of a, of an idea or um, this image of a character initially. Um, do you normally write that way or do you ever um, try to outline your stories or novels or does it vary from project mm. to project? That's a good question. Um, I think I have experienced both, both kinds of approaches. So weather knows I was just flying flying through it with no plan um the road to elephants which is another book that i published in 2015 that one i wrote completely with no plan like i was just enjoying the mood of the story i was curious where this character was going and i went with it um but in larger works i think um so weather knows is a novella um but in larger works i had a plan just because I didn't want to feel overwhelmed by the size of the task that I was undertaking. So for me, it wasn't, it wasn't really an outline as much as, as much as I wanted to have moments that I wanted to arrive at. So just putting those moments down and knowing that, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to let the muse guide me and, you know, I'm going to do this spontaneously, but there is a moment there that I want to arrive at. So that kind of balanced out the structural aspect of, you know, writing a, a large piece of work and the intuitive aspect of it. So they worked hand in hand. Right. And I think you said earlier that you studied writing. Where, where did you study writing? And did you, did you go to, did you get an MFA or was it? I did an MFA in film production, which included all aspects of making a film. Um, but my, my work with my craft, growing my craft, has always been a solo. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done. Process for me, I took a lot of writing, uh, creative writing classes online. I read a lot of books about writing. I read a lot of books and like really tried to absorb everything that authors put out there. Uh, um, I learned by doing. Um, I didn't have much mentorship when I was a child and that was, that was a struggle for me. It wasn't until, you know, in the past few years that I started to find real mentors and it was, it was, it was quite, uh, comforting, um, to work with mentors because you can, you can really see where you're at. And so had you always wanted to be a writer? Were you writing stories and novels before you wrote Weather Knows? Yeah, I, according to my mother, she would tell you that I started writing at a very, very young age, like at five or six. Um, but I, I personally, personally remember the moment when I had decided that I wanted to be an author. I was in sixth grade, I was 11 years old. And um, that was the time when it was just, it just kind of opened up from like an epiphany. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm here to do. Um, because I had been spending years reading the classics and reading a lot of other contemporary fiction. And I've always found friends in my books. Like I, I thought of them as friends and as cliche as it sounds, but really it was, it was a sanctuary for me, those worlds that those authors wrote. And I just, I wanted to contribute that. I wanted to create that. I knew that at a very young age. And so are you uh, working on another novel now? Yes, actually. Uh, I recently polished um, a fantasy novel um, and and I'm still like trimming a little bit of it. Um, I'm working with an editor right now to get it, you know, into shape. And that's something that I'm really excited to start, you know, taking into the publishing process. And this is like full on fantasy, mm -hmm. like you know, it's like an epic sort of uh, YA. It's got all the good stuff. <laughs> Great. Well, um, so as you as you were uh, writing um, uh, when you were younger, and as you um, uh, started working on Weather Knows and some of the other um, uh, novellas that you've written, are there books or authors that inspired you? Um, as you started writing your own stories? Um, definitely. So many of them. <laughs> I was, uh, well, you know, it's growing up in the time of Harry Potter, I have to say that J.K. Rowling was a huge um, inspiration for me. But there's also, so, um, you know, C.S. Lewis, uh, Lloyd Alexander, who wrote The Prydain Chronicles, Patricia Reed, who wrote The Enchanted Forest Chronicles, um, Charles Dickens, um, not because of his prose, but just because of his, you know, his, his eye for visuals and his storytelling. I love that. Uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery was actually, I can't believe I, I mentioned her last because she, she would, she had to have come first actually, because she was, um, she shaped a lot of my craft, but also I feel like she shaped a lot of who I was while I was growing up. Um, I feel very connected to her and her work. Great. Well, in addition to writing, you mentioned earlier that you um, 
that you studied filmmaking, and I know that you have uh, directed several short films. How is the filmmaking process different than writing fiction solo? Oh, my God. Filmmaking is, <laughs> as much as I appreciate, I truly appreciate everything that everyone on a film set or on a film crew does. It is fantastic. It is, it is astonishing what they're able to pull together. Um, the teamwork, the collaboration. However, for me personally, um, I have, I'm having written and directed two short films, I feel like I am more drawn to the quiet hum, the quiet lull of sitting with a piece of writing and just, you know, diving into a world without any limitation uh, more than I am to the filmmaking is a struggle. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. <laughs> um, as a writer, I, I just, it was, it was fantastic. All of those experiences that I had were amazing. My last film was so emotional, like making it, I was crying all the time on set because the story was really close to my heart. But I, I can see how some parts of it are just painful for me. Um, I don't feel like I was cut out for it. Uh, as much as I am for sitting quietly at a desk and writing. <laughs> so what advice would you offer for listeners who are writing their own stories and novels? Um, in, in what sense do you mean? Like well, in, terms of, of, in terms of either the writing process or, um, you know, it could be the publication process. Um, any, yeah. any thoughts that you have for, you know, someone who is, uh, working on their own stories and novels. Mm -hmm. Well, the one thing that comes to mind for me is respecting the process. Because a lot of times when we are, we are, especially when we're starting out and we have these big dreams and we have these, you know, ambitions, you tend to be hard on hard on the process. You tend to be hard on your muse, and you you end up hammering it like trying to force something out because you want to get there. You want to finish the product and you want to, you know, scale that ladder. But you need to you need to respect the process because there will be times when what your process needs is emptiness. What your process needs is for you to go out and do something else and not think about writing. And um, that is a phase in the creative cycle that is super important because that's where um, that's when your ideas are germinating underneath the soil. You don't see them, but they will come out when they're ready, and you need to trust that. And so, what what books have you read lately that you would uh, recommend or that you enjoyed? Oh, uh, back to Philip Pullman. I recently read um, the Book of Dust, which is a uh, prequel to his series, the his Dark Materials series. I am. You know, I I am enthralled by Philip Pullman's work. Uh, he has been—I don't think he knows it—but he has been my literary mentor for the past few years. <laughs> <laughs> so, the dust is—it's um, the story of uh, uh, Lyra Balacqua, who is the the heroine of uh, the Historic Material series, it's about uh, her story when she was a baby and how she was carried. Uh, through a flood to safety um, when a lot of dark, dark forces were looking for her as the prophetic child um, or the chosen one. 
so that that was the last piece of fantasy that I enjoyed. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, farther back, but you know, that's the, that's the most recent one. Great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your writing? I have a website. It's called www.maramtaibah.com. So that's maramtaibah.com, my name. And I'm also on Instagram. You know, don't be shy. Reach out and find me there. It, it's maram.taiba.author. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Maram Taiba, author of Weather Knows. Go grab a copy of the novel now. And Maram, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you so much, Jeff. It was nice to meet you. Great. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.